The Black Star is the reported code name of a secret United States orbital space plane system. The possible existence of the Black Star program was reported in March 2006 by Aviation Week and Space Technology. The magazine reported that the program had been underway since at least the early 1990s and that the impetuous for the Black Star was to allow the United States government to retrain orbital reconnaissance capabilities jeopardized following the 1986 Challenger disaster. The article also said that the United States Air Force's Space Command was unaware of Black Star, suggesting it was operated by an intelligence agency such as the National Reconnaissance Office. Aviation Week speculated that such a spacecraft could also have offensive military capabilities, a concept known as the Space Bomber. The magazine also stated that it was likely the Black Star would be mothballed, although it is unclear whether this is due to cost or failure of the program. The Aviation Week report was dismissed a few days after it was released, almost certainly bogus, and the project termed a technical absurdity by Jeffrey F. Bell in an article in Space Daily. And that is just a little bit of what I will be talking about today in regards to the secret space program. There are these little offshoot committees and groups and agencies that are funding through black market money and secret and dark ops. Organizations, groups that are funding a secret space program that has is said to be connected with the assistance and the guidance of higher intelligence beings that are not of this planet or universe, possibly not even our own timeline. The fact of the matter is, a lot more has been revealed to us over the last five years than we ever imagined possible. We have evidence and suggestions from people on the inside that there are well over 47 individual species of alien beings that we have communicated with, collaborated with, and worked with on programs and technological feats that defy known physics and known scientific principles of our planet. So this week's episode is all about the secret space program. Was this set in motion because of an accidental discovery? Or were we hailed a long time ago by beings not of this world as a way to help us along or as a warning that we need to change course or we will certainly destroy ourselves? I'm Neil Parks, your host for Paranormally Speaking. Please hold for an important message. Unparalleled insider access. Get it all. Introducing the SiriusXM Platinum VIP plan. Our newest, most exclusive plan. Listen in two cars, plus stream anywhere with two app logins. Access a massive, exclusive library of live concert video and audio recordings through nugs.net. Have opportunities to experience live and virtual SiriusXM events, including VIP-only exclusives. Get all your questions answered by a dedicated VIP customer care team. Plus, get all the entertainment we've got. 
It's all included with your Platinum VIP subscription. Be a VIP. Call 844-711-8800 to learn more. Offer details apply. One login for activated vehicle. Not available in Canada. No, this is absolutely nuts. What I'm about to share with you. Dark Fleet, the secret Nazi space program and the battle for the solar system. The Dark Fleet reveals the Nazi reptilian infiltration of the United States government, their secret space program, and their slave colonies throughout the solar system. Details, Operation Paperclip, which enabled Nazis and their reptilian partners to infiltrate the U.S. military industrial complex, including NASA and the CIA. It goes on to reveal their interstellar spaceports in Antarctica and on Mars, their base on the moon, and their alien technologies, including nanotechnology, anti-gravity propulsion, mass mind control, and hyperdimensional teleportation capabilities. Testimonies from American and British super soldiers who participated in the 20 and back age regression programs, revealing advanced human technology and our space armada that constitutes a counterbalance to the Nazi dark fleet. The Nazis, according to this, really did not lose World War II. They made it appear that way in order to divert attention from the alliance between the Fourth Reich and the race of aliens known as the Reptilians, an ancient galactic civilization obsessed with conquest and domination. After the Germans surrendered in 1945, the Nazi Reptilian Alliance infiltrated the U.S. military-industrial complex through Operation Paperclip. The Nazis and Reptilians removed their political opponents, such as the Kennedys, and moved into policy-making positions in post-war America, infiltrating aerospace companies, banking, media, and the U.S. government, including NASA and the CIA. But their real target was not the United States. It was our solar system. As Len Kasten reveals in startling detail, including revelations of anti-gravity propulsion technology, alien techniques, and mass mind control, and hyperdimensional teleportation capabilities, the reptilian Nazi alliance used their newfound power, wealth, and influence to launch a secret space program with interstellar spaceports in Antarctica and on Mars, as well as an 11-story base of operations on our moon. They commenced mining and manufacturing operations on Mars and Ceres, forming colonies there and elsewhere in our solar system. And most shocking, according to this, they have used thousands of human slaves easily transported in their spaceships for both work and sexual exploitation. Sharing testimonies from American and British super soldiers who participated in the 20 and back age regression programs, Kasten reveals the various forces inside and outside government agencies that are resisting the Nazis and thwarting reptilian attempts to achieve total domination of our planet and our solar system. The U.S.-led secret space program has its own fleet of spaceships, a solar warden space armada, which patrols the edges of the solar system and poses a growing threat to this Nazi dark fleet. And this is a book written by Lynn Keston, author of Alien World Order. You can get it on digital audiobook through politics and prose. 
DC's premier independent bookstore and cultural hub. And this was shared with me by the agent of Len Caston. Essentially, this is a free commercial, but it ties in beautifully to the topic of this week, which is the Secret Space Program. I myself have not read this book, but it reminds me of something that you would see or hear on the X-Files. It seems interesting enough. Even if it is a total work of fiction, sounds like a good read. Fantastic. Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction, are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the internet. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go talk stream live introduces our first ever iphone application the talk shows you follow now follow you and your iphone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the internet listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day seven days a week mobile talk radio from talk stream live now available in the itunes app store that's terrific. And welcome back. Thank you so much for sticking with me this long. I don't have much left to get through, but I would be happy to share this with you as a former Pentagon UFO official, Louis Elizondo, is to reveal shocking details in a new book. The former head of the U.S. government's secretive UFO program is penning a book for HarperCollins that includes profound implications for humanity. The former director of a secretive U.S. government UFO program is ready to tell his full story and also to discuss the secret space program. He headed the Pentagon's Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program effort to study UFOs around the world and affiliated with the secret space program. He has signed a book deal with William Moreau, an imprint of HarperCollins, after a competitive bidding war for the U.S. publishing rights. The memoir promises to reveal shocking, never-before-shared details regarding his learned information about UFOs and the profound implications for humanity, all of which will escalate what is already a hot-button topic globally. He was featured on CBS 60 Minutes segment on the UFO phenomenon. That has racked up 10 million views on YouTube, making it the show's fourth most watched segment on that streaming service. Former President Barack Obama added on the late show in May of 2021, what is true, and I'm actually being serious here, is that there are, there's footage and records of objects in the skies that we don't know exactly what they are, where they come from. We can't explain how they moved, their trajectory. They did not have an easy explainable pattern. And so, you know, I think that people still take seriously trying to investigate and figure out what that is. In June, the Pentagon released the long-awaited report in 2021 
on UFOs, which have been redubbed Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. That contained limited information about the task forces and the secret space program's findings. The report focused on 143 sightings by military aviators made since 2004 alone. Of the objects that seemed to defy traditional classification and some of which seemed to break the laws of physics as well. The report offered five possible conclusions about what objects could be, and that ranged from the ultra-mundane birds, plastic bags, to the rather worrisome top-secret technology from U.S. adversaries like Russia and China, to the rather eyebrow-raising other most significantly to UFO buffs. The report did not rule out aliens and concluded more study was needed. The American people now know a small portion of what I, my colleagues in the Pentagon, have been privy to for decades, says Mr. Elanzando, that the UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, are not secret U.S. technology, that they do not seem to belong to any known allies or adversaries, and that our intelligence services have yet to identify a terrestrial explanation for these extraordinary vehicles. This conversation is only just beginning. Elizondo was a former U.S. Army counterintelligence special agent and helped hunt drug traffickers, terrorists, and spies in 2008. He was asked to be part of the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, a $22 million program sponsored by then-Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid to study UFOs. In 2010, he was made director of the program, and in 2017, he resigned from his position in protest of excessive government secrecy regarding UFOs. Elizondo was also involved in To the Stars, Academy of Arts and Sciences, from 2017 to 2020, and appeared on History Channel's Unidentified Inside America's UFO Investigations. In 2019, a Pentagon spokesperson attempted to cast doubt on Elizondo's leadership role within the AATIP, but Harry Reid issued a counterstatement that firmly vouched for Elizondo's position. Elizondo's book deal was brokered by Dan Farah of Farah Films and Management and Fat Reese, Jindal of YRP Partners in Literary and Media with the Moral Depertri, Senior VP and Executive Editor at William Morrow. His involvement with the Secret Space Program was confirmed and cannot be denied. Available to order now, my first audiobook, Neil Parks Presents Truly Terrifying Tales, narrated by me. It's ready to order and download on bandcamp.com. My other books, of course, are always available to order on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and lulu.com. You can also order t-shirts that I designed that I normally sell at conventions, festivals, lectures, and my book signings. I always have the 9-inch tall 3D printed Bigfoot silhouettes available, and last spring my first children's book was released. It was written by my good friend and fellow author, R.L. Walker. I illustrated this book, and it was a major shift in gears for me, considering that my writing and art style has always been dark and scary. To order any of what I just mentioned, you can also go to my email, which is parksparanormal at gmail.com.
That is parksparanormal at gmail.com. Standing by. A new hotel that is going to be built that is in space or will be in space. And they're planning to open this in 2025. Yeah, I know. A hotel in space. Will the pool be indoor or outdoor? I'm really curious. And exactly what will the specifications be? I'm sure that a one-night stay would be absurd. A one-week would be unheard of. But it would be a truly out-of-this-world experience, needless to say. The world's first space hotel with bars and a cinema to start construction for a 2027 opening. An out-of-this-world space hotel is set to open then. The hotel named Voyager Class Space Station will be the world's first space hotel and will be able to accommodate 400 people, as well as hotel rooms. The ambitious hotel will boast its own bars, cinema, restaurants, and a spa. Orbital Assembly Corporation, OAC, the company building the Voyager, said construction will begin in 2025 with the intention of it being operational by 2027. OAC is a company focused on colonization of space, something which is arguably aiming to do with the Voyager station. As per its website, the station is described as a rotating space station designed to produce varying levels of artificial gravity by increasing or decreasing the rate of rotation. The station will be designed from the start to accommodate both national space agencies conducting low-gravity research and space tourists who want to experience life on a large space station with the comfort of low gravity and the feel of a nice hotel, it further explains. The unique accommodation will consist of two concentric structural rings fixed together. There will be an inner and outer ring the inner one will be a docking hub, while the outer one will be the backbone of the station and provide mounting for habitable modules, solar panels, radiators, and a rail transport system, and will be where people will be able to move about the station freely. There will then be pods attached to below the outer ring, each of which will have different purposes, some say be sold to NASA for research purposes, while others will be used for accommodation, restaurants, and bars. According to Space.com, the roots for the upcoming project has been in the works for years after John Blenkow founded the Gateway Foundation in 2012. The foundation founded the AOC. The Gateway Foundation was created to build the first spaceport, explaining how it plans to do this, the website explained, to do that we must first build a few smaller structures. One of the most important projects is the Voyager class of rotating space stations. This will likely be the first commercial space construction project in history. They're currently hiring talented and dedicated crew members for the project, which you can apply from their website. I wonder if it's only open to earthlings or if other beings from other worlds can apply for this position. Also, I've seen enough disaster films to realize that this could end badly. Either some sort of a space spore or alien genome could infect the ship and mutate everyone or oxygen gets sucked out and 
make their eyes pop out of their head or they could liquefy them, uh, messing with transportation, teleportation, uh, a whole array of problems could stem from this. But hey, you only live once, right? I'm Neil Parks. Please hold for an important message from our sponsor. Now playing one of the biggest podcasts of the week on the free iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. Fast radio bursts with a repeating pattern detected from outer space. The unexplained signals are thought to be coming from a distant galaxy, and the repeating pattern makes them significant for researchers. Radio signals from outer space are not entirely new. Scientists believe that one of the cataclysmic events are where many radio frequencies from outer space originate. What makes this latest repeating fast radio burst, or FRB, so significant is that it has a repeating pattern. This is only the second time ever in history that scientists have been able to detect a radio signal from another galaxy which repeats in a pattern or on a regular basis. Scientists at the University of Manchester in England made the discovery and say that the FRB follows a cyclic pattern, which has radio bursts that last about 90 days in a window. Those are then followed by a period of silence for up to 67 days. It's a discovery that provides an important clue that helps scientists trying to figure out where these radio frequency bursts are coming from. According to researchers, the frequency has the same start-stop pattern, which repeats every 157 days. The head of this study is from the University of Manchester as well. He says this was an exciting result, as only the second system where we believe that we see this modulation and burst activity. Detecting a periodic provides an important constraint of the origin and the burst of this activity. Cycles could argue against processing of a neutron star. For a while now, researchers have been studying the FRB, known as 121102, closely with high-powered, huge 76-meter Laval telescope, which has been used by scientists since the 1950s. Not only have the researchers been able to discover the interesting pattern of repeating FRBs, but the scientists working have also highlighted the need for a long-term monitoring system of these frequencies. Fast radio bursts were only first discovered back in 2007, then in 2016. It was finally discovered that some of the frequencies can be repeated. The latest discovery by researchers in the United Kingdom proves that the signals have patterns as well which means there could be a higher sign of intelligence behind these bursts. The British X-Files of UFOs is finally going public. The UK's Ministry of Defense will publish secret UFO reports for the first time. The UK's official government investigation of UFOs can be traced to a group formed in the 1950s, a flying saucer working party of sorts. From the early 1950s until 2009, a department in the United Kingdom's Ministry of Defense documented and investigated reports of UFOs. Now more than a decade after the program ended, many of those formerly classified files about UFO sightings will be made available to the public for the first time. Previously, some MOD files 
about UFOs had been published online at the UK National Archives website, the Telegraph reported. However, all of the agency's UFOs reported will be released this year on a dedicated gov.uk webpage, a spokesperson for the British Royal Air Force told the Telegraph. The decision came after PA Media, a British news agency, filed a request for the UFO files under the Freedom of Information Act, according to the Telegraph. MOD officials decided it would be better to publish these records rather than continue sending documents to the National Archives, the RAF spokesperson said. The UK's fascination with UFOs spiked around the 1950s, prompting the MOD to form the Flying Saucer Working Party to address the phenomenon. According to the UK National Archives, UFOs in the early 1950s even captured the attention of Prime Minister Winston Churchill, who sent a memo to his air minister in 1952 asking, what does all this stuff about flying saucers amount to? What can it mean? What is the truth? The Flying Saucer Group concluded that UFOs were hoaxes, delusions, or ordinary objects that were misidentified, recommending that no further investigation of reported mysterious aerial phenomena be undertaken. Nevertheless, other MOD divisions continued to work on official UFO investigations in the UK, ushering such efforts into the 21st century, the National Archives reported. The last UFO report to be published online by the MOD dates to 2009, covering sightings that took place from January through the end of November of that same year. These included a silver disc-shaped light, reported in January 2009, up to 20 orange and red glowing lights, reported in June. A large bright silver white ball sphere, reported in July, and three blazing gold orbs and a diagonal line in the sky reported in September after MOD enacted a policy change on December 1st, 2009, the agency no longer recorded or investigated UFO sightings, according to the report, but what they did find, including many recent UFO reports that were previously available only as hard copies, will be published online within the next few months, said Nick Pope, a former UFO investigator for the MOD. And keep in mind, it wasn't even six, eight months ago, maybe a little less than that, that our own Navy, our own military, confirmed that for years, and has been active recently, that the Navy and the Air Force have been tracking strange flying craft. They have confirmed that this is true. They've had videos from cockpits showing these encounters, and they cannot identify the source, what it is, or where it's coming from. All they have is the evidence of it taking off, defying the laws of known physics. Well, thank you so much. That's it for this week. I had fun diving into conspiracies, inconclusive evidence, possibilities, hints and allegations, rumors, facts versus fiction all in regards to the secret space program. Have we been duped all along? And how many trillions of dollars are being dumped into this? Will we ever globally make first contact? Or is this all just a ruse to bleed us dry economically? We may never know in our lifetime. But keep your eyes on the skies because there are things going on that we're not completely aware of, familiar with, or ready for. 
Join me next week for another fun-filled episode of Paranormally Speaking. I'm your host, Neil Parks. Have a great rest of the week, and Godspeed.